When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. It's happened a lot here. We're leaving here with the mission accomplished. Tom Brady throws a touchdown pass against the Falcons. What else is new? Feel like I can never lose. Put it all on the line. Every day we got to choose. How we want to make time. Four touchdown passes in the first half. MVP chance coming from this crowd. Take your bills. to tie the game, and it's no good. Eagles are going to win. So the Cowboys have beat both teams that were in the Super Bowl, and they've done it without their starting quarterback. <laughs> Everybody standing up here in Baltimore. This entire night comes down to this final play. It is up. It is good. The Ravens beat the Bengals. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 80, ESPNU nowadays. We're a week you can download the podcast. We're on your smart speaker. And if you have a phone, you take us with you wherever you go. You can hear us live on the ESPN app. Scroll down to Morris, lower right-hand corner. You hit that, scroll down to listen live, and we're right there. And we're presented by Progressive Insurance. This is Keyshawn J. Willemax coming to you live from above the Heineken River Deck at Pier 17. Harry Douglas, pinch hitting for J. Will today. I like that, pinch hitting. Yeah, pinch hitting. He's a uh, Bra- Braves, pinch hitting. Lifetime 265 hitter. <laughs> Who's 265? <laughs> Harry, lifetime 265. Harry, 265. Why do, you, why do you like that? Harry, 265. Oh, no, I'm, three, I'm 300, baby. I'm batting 300. 265 with walks and some power, maybe a glove. You know, you could do that. Key, I'm right. batting 300. No, I'm saying it's a pinch hitter. Oh, it's a pinch hitter? Yeah. Uh, coming in cold, coming yeah. in cold yeah. off, off, off the bench? I'll take that all day long. <laughs> I wasn't a slight on Harry. <laughs> so, meantime, well, you should have heard what Key just said about Jimmy G. We're going to get into that a little bit later in the show on, uh, on his performance yesterday. Uh, meantime, after a 27-22 to 22 loss to the Giants, Jair Alexander, the cornerback, obviously, for the Packers, said, quote, I ain't worried, but if we lose next week against the Jets, then I'll be worried. This is how Aaron Rodgers responded to that talk. Frankly, I don't like all this conversation about losing next week. I'm a firm believer in the power of words and manifestation, and we got to check ourselves on that because talking about that is not – that's not winning football. There was conversation about it in the locker room, and I don't like it. Josh, my guy, but we don't need to be talking like that. I understand there's a reality in this game, but there's a win and a loss every single game. But there's also reality in in life that you uh, what you're putting your energy towards, that's where your focus is going to go. So uh, I'm not going to address prospects of losing up here uh, other than we just lost this game. Offensively, we haven't put two halves together. There's a lot that factors into that. You know, everything from calls to execution uh, to the momentum to defensive stops 
to adjustments that we make that are good or shouldn't make, um, but it's a lot of execution. And there's games like this where our defense is not going to be up to their normal standards, and we got to pick them up. We had chances, a lot of chances. So definitely the offense, uh, this one will weigh heavy on us on this flight back. Yeah, boy, he's uh... Aaron Rodgers said, forget everybody. I'm throwing everybody under the bus. Well, listen, hold on. Which one? I need a deep breathe, Harry. We need to take our time and just breathe deeply right now because the energy yeah. is where we need it to be. Why doesn't he just play in San Francisco? Relax. R E L A X. Relax. I get you don't want to speak it into existence kind oh, of thing. Man. Like, if you start talking about it, you're focused on it, da-da-da-da-da. But, Harry, what, what? Aaron Rodgers, come on, man. Aaron Rodgers is a funny dude, man. I'm not gonna... Aaron Rodgers is certainly from the Bay Area, that's for sure. Yeah. But the funny part about the whole thing that he just said is that he, he was so calm about it. But then he basically went on a little rant about how the defense aren't getting stops, uh, especially in that game, how the offense aren't doing their job. He even talked about the play calling, so he took a shot at Matt LaFleur. He's taking a shot at everybody in that clip as calm as possible. He from the – what? He from uh, California, right? Yeah, yeah, the Bay Area. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, I don't he know. Maybe maybe he, had a, maybe he had a little something over there in London. I don't know. Yeah, he's – you know, that's why I said it's like the – you know, everything is just <sighs> – you know, it's just like, chill. It's one day at a time. He plays that way, calm and under pressure. You, yeah. you, and, and, and everybody's different. Uh, J.R. feels a certain way, and, and he's entitled to feel that way. And I understand when Aaron Rodgers is saying, you don't want to put it out in the air. You start thinking that way. This is the way it goes. Well, I mean, maybe that is the case. But maybe Alexander doesn't believe that. Maybe he looks at it and says, we're playing so bad that the Jets rolling in the Lambeau and they're playing better, they can pop us if we don't take care of business. Or maybe he's really saying they're asking him. It's hard to contextualize, right? Maybe they're asking him, hey, are you worried about the fact that you just lost the game? He's like, no, 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 you know, that's one loss. Now, if we lose two in a row, now now I'm worried. Maybe it's not meant to be so specific about the Jets as it is just to mean – we just lost the game, it happens. As long as we don't lose two in a row, we'll be all right. Yeah, he could be saying that, and, and I think – or, or hit 500, we're over 500. At, but see, when you look at a team, and Harry knows this, when you look at a team on film and you get the scouting report, you go into the game with confidence. Eh, we're yep. gonna, we'll probably beat the Giants. We, we just got to do this. Uh-oh. They, 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 oh, damn. You know, and you look up, you're like, oh, my God, we get ready to lose. We get ready to lose to the Giants. It's not that you underestimate the Giants. You just don't – you didn't see on film and in the scouting report what they showed you in the game. Mm-hmm. You didn't see it. it you know how it is. Until mm-hmm. you actually are there and you experience it and you're part of it, you think everything is like, oh, okay, it's cool. And then when all of a sudden you get hit in your mouth, it's a little too late to react. You know in boxing, Max, guys, ah, I'm going to take it all of a sudden – Mike Tyson, when he got knocked out by the guy in Japan. Buster Douglas. Yeah, he wasn't expecting that. He was like, oh, I'm going to whoop him. I don't need to do rounds, it. Was too late. Rounds pile up, rounds pile up, and you're not ready. But I would say, I would say this, though, fellas. It, it, looking at the way they lost, right, the Giants are down receivers. You have a quarterback in Daniel Jones who's limping in, who's hurt. You know Saquon was going to be, be the focal point of that offense. Uh, why wouldn't the Packers be worried, though? I mean, I understand what Jair is feeling and – 
he probably believes that, you know, they're, they're that team and that defense is that defense. But if you just lost the way you lost to yeah. a depleted team yep. in the wide receiver group-wise, offensive line not intact, they lost. Uh, Leonard Williams didn't play. Dory Jackson went out of the ball game, and you lost that game. Why wouldn't you be a little bit worried, though? Saquon was banged up. Yeah, Saquon like why wouldn't you be worried? Though. And, and I'll tell you what, Daniel Jones, too. Like, here's what they really ran into. They ran into a team with character. The Giants played with character. And what you're talking about, Key, like when you're not really ready, all of a sudden you get upset like Mike Tyson. If, he's, if he was fighting someone without character that day, without that same, maybe he wins. But when you face a team with character, it's, a, it's like the Jets next week. The Jets are feeling good about themselves, right? Now you're going to be tested against a team that's feeling it. And, and if they play with character, the Packers could be in trouble again. And the Giants did everything right yeah. where, where Green Bay didn't. Right. The Giants, everything, everything was right. You know, they did everything right. The, the, whatever receivers they had, Slayton, I think it was. Slayton, yeah. Yeah, Slayton, Slayton. Slayton. he had a good Slayton game. was had where he game. was supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Bellinger, you know? Bellinger, Bellinger, the tight end. was where he was supposed Making to be. Making the catches, yeah. He was supposed to be in that spot. He was in that spot. Everything I think one was drawn up right. See the way the running back who was it who was in for um, Saquon? He ran right into exactly like, right at the at the goal line, and yep. they had him stopped. He wasn't going to stop. That yep. was pure character. Why he got why he punched that in because the play was dead. They could have blown it dead, but he didn't stop moving his legs. And the the Packers can't coast. Well, we have Aaron Rodgers. Everything's going to be fine because other teams are not just going to roll over. Harry, they could have blown it dead. They could have blown it dead. All right. Matthew Stafford still thinks um, he's playing in Detroit. He's going to explain that next. <laughs> Listen to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C ebikes.com. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, 
Who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Keyshawn, J. Willemax, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 80. We're on your smart speakers. We're on the ESPN app. You got to where you need to go. You want to stay in the car to hear what's coming up? Don't worry about it. If you got a phone, you take us with you. Listen live. Click on the app. More is on the lower right-hand corner. Click on that. Scroll down and listen live. We're right there. Harry Douglas in for Jay Will today. Key observations time. Key observations is brought to you by Geico. Switch to Geico today and see all the ways you could save. Key, what kind of observations you got for us this week? Well, we're going to go from this past weekend in football, clearly, right? It's all NFL, everything that I saw yesterday, and starting off with the Rams and Matthew Stafford. Look, Matthew Stafford is still getting the football to Cooper Cup way too much for my liking. And, and I know Sean McVay is dialing things up. But I want you to get the football to some other people. I know the offensive line didn't play well at times, and you're trying to put the ball in your playmaker's hands. But let's figure out who else besides Cooper Cup can help you win games. Because clearly, when you're targeting him, some positive, some negative, they do understand and know who you're getting ready to get the football to. I want to see Cooper Cup play 17 games, not 10 games, because y'all getting him beat up. And number, number two. And number two, Cliff Kingsbury. Look, man, Cliff Kingsbury, I like him. He has a big house that's fresh. Oh. He showed the world. Clean. But is he in over his head as an NFL head coach? Because he certainly was in over his head as a college head coach when he was fired from Texas Tech. Should his now, best job be in high school? Now, all of a sudden, <laughs> I look at his, some of the decisions. And just on the sideline, when he's trying to call plays, he looks lost out there. And then I, everyone's talking about Kyler Murray didn't go, didn't get the necessary yardage he slid too early. There's two things that come to mind for me. The damn kicker needs to make the damn kick. And they need to have situational football. Yep. On that third down, if they wanted to go for it to try to pick up the first down or get a little closer, you know this. You say, hey, everybody back to the line of scrimmage, you got a play called, whether it's a quick out, a quick fade, something on the perimeter to stop the clock. They didn't even try it because they wasn't ready for it. Mm-hmm. Number three. Number three, Tom Brady. What an egregious rough in the passer call that was. It was awful. I don't even understand how J.D. Garrett even gets put in that situation where the the referee makes a decision because it's Tom Brady and the situation that happened over the last week with Tua that we're looking at this as saying that this was unnecessary roughness. They should just play flag football or tag. Two-hand um, touch. In what world is this? on? Un- because he came down violently? That's football. What do you want him to do? Two-hand touch, man. He didn't even come down viol- violently, though. Yeah, well, that's he kind of hit his he kind of hit his shoulder and head on the turf, but that's not the defender's fault. He's making a play. Yeah, the 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 the, the league and Park Avenue they'll be having a conversation this morning. I'm sure as they caucus together, they will be having. <laughs> then Tom Brady tried to kick him as he was down on the ground too. Well, see that's the flag. But see that's when Tom Brady gonna get his you know what whooped when you start acting like that. All right, let's number move on. four. Number four. For the New York Jet fans and Coach Robert Sala, just understand, I do not have – I have a no-exchange policy. So you can't come back to me with your no receipts. receipts yeah. You buy and you keep it. That's just Buyer it. beware. Buyer beware. So 
thinking that you're getting ready to clown me in a couple weeks as you pile up victories, not going to happen. <laughs> not going to happen. <laughs> no, no, Coach Sal, I know you're listening. And if you're not listening, somebody's going to tell you what I said today. Those receipts aren't going to do you any good with me. You just keep winning and keep doing what you're doing, you're especially with st- that team. You expect them to keep winning? They look pretty good. I do. They, they got a lot of great young talent, man. Mm, they do. Joe Douglas has done a tremendous job of, of assembling this young talent. Now we just need, ooh, we just need to see if they can continue to keep it up. Now they go to Green Bay, which is going to be a tough out for this young talent. But if they start to really believe, Harry, you know how it is. You yep. start believing, and next thing you know, you look up, and you at the top of the you at the top with the Bills. Bill, look at look at this fourth quarter versus the first three quarters on on. I mean, look at that scoring differential. They're getting outscored by forty points in the first three quarters, but they're outscoring teams by thirty eight in the last quarter of the game. That's I said before, character. They don't give up. And it doesn't matter that the Miami Dolphins was down to their third quarterback. It doesn't matter. You win is a win is a win. And Whoever and you put in front of me, I'm going to beat them. You got to give Coach credit because oh, yeah, that that's character comes from top down. Oh, well, that's yep. why I'm saying what I'm saying. I'm, I'm owning mine. Mm-hmm. They sucked at the beginning of the year. Yep. And they sucked last year. <laughs> Solid show but I'm something. owning mine now. I don't have a problem with saying it. He just needs to understand. I have a no, no exchange policy. Don't period. bring them receipts. Don't bring the receipts because I'm a, you know how they close when they don't want to let you in, Harry. They close the window <laughs> the curtain. Yeah, the <laughs> gate. That's what I'm doing. I'm closing it. <laughs> All right. Number five. Or the G-Man for real at number five. My observation watching them in London against the Green Bay Packers. Look, they got Saquon Barkley, left Saquon Barkley, right Saquon Barkley up the middle. Oh, by the way, we got a quarterback in Daniel Jones that's developing nicely under Coach Dable. What does that mean? And he had a little uh, hurt ankle, whatever. I didn't look like a hurt ankle to me. He ran a draw right up the middle a couple times. <laughs> are, they, are, the, are the Giants a real football team? Or are they really good? Or, you know, like, are they good? They're winning close games. But are they, but they're beating – they're winning close games, but they just beat a team that we all thought was a top-tier team in the NFC. Yeah, I think that's because of coaching, though. Like, Brian Dable, he has that no-excuse type policy going on. He can relate to these players. And, obviously, since he stepped foot in there, like you said earlier, though, Key – this football team has changed, and these guys have a different mindset. That means everything when you have your leader as your head coach and a guy that you can actually follow suit um, and, and win that kind of way. I wonder who's out there, Harry, that they could go and trade for at the receiver position. I, I just going to say. That, that they could trade for at the receiver position that the learning curve won't be too drastic, that they could just come in and help the team out. I, and you know what else? But I wonder who that. You know what else? Is. This is where I am with Daniel Jones now. The way he's been playing this it's year, cool. I'm I'm looking. I want to know what he could do with a real number one receiver, which he's never had. Yep. I want to see what he could do. Get, go get him a real good receiver, and let me see. Because I am now at the point with Daniel Jones where I'm like, oh, you give him a bridge. Co- oh, I don't know. He could be a franchise quarterback. It's, it's still got ways to go a, to show that. But, who's but he's available? playing nicely. Like who would be available? Odell. No, you keep talking about Odell. Odell needs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Leave Odell. Stop. That, that love is over, man. He moved I know. on. I know. I haven't, though. Nah, just, no, they're going to have to draft someone next year. No, I'm year. talking about yeah. right now. Right now. Who right else now, is there? See, because as I told you before, it's an evaluation period for the Giants. Yeah. But it's yeah, not anymore. To... But it's not anymore. See, they're right there now. They're the, the, the bottom's Ooh. not getting ready to fall out. Who's I got one there? for you. I yeah. got one for you. Give me one. What about DeAndre Hopkins? When he gets back, because, when he gets back, because he gets Arizona's back. not going in the right direction, is what you're telling me. 
That's my point exactly. Yeah, no, I'm saying that's what you're telling me, right? Exactly. Yes. Oh, I'd love to see Daniel Jones with Does DeAndre. Does the numbers Hopkins. fit? Does the, the, the numbers work out now that you got Hollywood Brown over there, and they can move DeAndre Hopkins and pick up some picks? Yep. Yeah, that would be a good one. Yeah, that would be a good one for yep. them. That certainly would be a but good they, one. But really, let's find out about not just like about the team might do something, might make the playoffs, but let's find out. Daniel Jones is doing – he's doing a lot of the stuff that you say, Key, the Bill Parcells thing you don't need to – but he's doing it with athletic ability. Yeah, but he's yeah. also got pedestrian receivers. That, See, right, you, you, right. You can do – Who's he throwing it to? You can do what I like, but you got to have a you, – you need a guy. So if you got a guy and you're still doing that, you're good to go. You know what's so crazy, too, guys? Like, when, when, when we were kids, right, what did a, a quarterback who got drafted high up? They don't play the first year. They play to, like what Key always says, just find your way to the stadium year one. At, so Daniel Jones here in year four is actually where quarterbacks used to be back in the day in year four, and it was okay. But nowadays it's like because of the contracts and everything, oh, you got to win a Super Bowl on the rookie contract. That's not going to happen with Daniel Jones. But his development, given the flu- how in flux everything was, I'm, I'm impressed with where he is considering what he's gone through so far. I'm impressed too, though, Max. And, and I, I tweeted something against the game against the Cowboys, right, on Monday Night Football, how uh, I, I'm impressed with Daniel Jones, and I don't understand how, he, how he's even staying up right now because of the, the way the O-line was. And so people got on me talking about some, how you going to say that about Daniel Jones or whatnot. I said, because what last year was was last year, previously to that. Yeah. He has a new head coach this year. Yes. He's given this team an opportunity to win games and stay in games. So, yes, I'm going to give him his credit where credit is due. If it wasn't for Daniel Jones against the Cowboys, they would have never been in that game. Also, if it wasn't for Daniel Jones being able to play that game yesterday, I don't think they would have been in it either. Think about it, Max. He was 21 to 27 for 200 yards. Perfect. <laughs> and he didn't turn the ball over, right? And the defense played well. That's all I need you to do. Yep. Now you get an alpha dog receiver to go along with that. Now you look at him and you say to yourself, well, Key, he was a six-round pick. Uh, uh, he was a six-overall six pick. Six-overall pick. But get that out your mind. Take, right. that, take that out of your mind and just get it out your That's mind. That's water under the bridge. Just, it's, all, yeah. it's gone. It's wasted. There's yeah. nothing you can do. If that, was the, if that was the case, right, and you looked at it and you said, well, you got rid of that label of six overall pick. It's pretty good. Pretty it's good. Pretty good. And let me say something about but the, the ankle. label has people thinking a certain way. And the yep. ankle, whatever you like, I think Daniel Jones is a tough kid. Yeah. The ankle was bad enough that he had to come out of the game for a minute. That's why they snapped the ball directly to Saquon uh-huh. on that play. But you wouldn't know it. He's not making excuses. He's not trying to show you how hurt he is. He's not playing up the ankle. So, so now I'm giving him a three-year deal, averaging twelve million a year. Let's move. Oh, if, I, <laughs> if, if that, that, that's what this, you do, you give him I, a, no, exactly. I give little, it to him right now. Right yeah, you now, give him a little, you give him a little fifteen million a year. Yeah. You know, give him about give him about three years, averaging 45? about 50, yeah, 45, 30 of a guarantee with some incentives. Oh, in a minute, if he would take it, because he's going to have to take it. I so I got the way I, he's playing now. Yeah, but that. Eh. I got a question for y'all though. Yeah. Like because I'm looking at Richie James and the way he's been playing and stepping up a little bit, making plays when he has to make plays, right? But then they drafted Kadarius Tony in the first round, and then you drafted what Wandale Robinson in the second round. Mm-hmm. Are, do you think they miss on those two picks because those guys can't even stay healthy? Because you have a similar type guy in Richie what? James. Do you stay with a guy who hard you know, to say with Wandell, right? It's yeah. still very early, but, but but what 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 is Kadarius Tony's it, issues though? Is it is it they don't like is it, it health or they or is it health or is I it, think it's both. Okay, 
I'll take his boat. I, don't, I think they just don't like him. I don't know why. I think, you know, he, there were bad reports coming out of, on, on our air, coming out on ESPN, coming out of uh, a camp, you know, preseason. Lazy. Yeah, he's not really showing initiative, this and that. Who knows how, what's going on, but that's what it said. The coaching staff clearly but, does not like this guy. But he's got As to a have, player. He, he, he has to have some talent. He's super talented. Because the Giants aren't the only team that wanted him. Right. So he has yeah. to have some talent. He's a playmaker. I wonder how they get him, get the talent out of him, get him to develop into what they drafted him to be. See, that right there, Harry, I, I remember, like, this applies to at the head coaching level. There are some dudes who could just throw up their hands. What am I going to do with this guy, right? Yeah. Or you could coach and, and coach figure out how yeah. to coach him up. Whatever you're working with, figure out how to coach him up. Unless he comes late to the but, meetings. Exactly. Yeah, doing that's the, flip, that that's the you, flip side of it. I, you, but I don't know him, Harry. You got to buy so in, know, too, as what, a player. I don't know him, so I don't know anything about him. I don't know if he comes late to meetings. I don't know if he – I don't know. I don't know if he's walking around, frowning all day. I have no idea. Yeah. Well, here's my thing, though. Like, OTAs, you got a new head coach coming in, and he, he, he wasn't really at OTAs, right? Oh, well, so, there you go. That's the first like, problem. Exactly. It's, you got a new problem. coach coming in. You just got drafted the first round. Last year, you didn't play that much. You got to be there. You got to understand what's going on. So he missed OTAs to some degree? Yeah. Well, see, there you go right there. <laughs> That's all I needed to hear. Right. The yep. new coaches, you already got the, the, the you know, the red, you know what, <laughs> with the coach. <laughs> what would Parcells tell you if that was the case with him? Oh, I remember I tried that. I tried to tell Bill I wasn't coming to, when he first took over. I said, man, I want to be a California dog. I don't – I said, Coach, come on, man. I, 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 you know, I'm 1 in 15. I want to just stay home. I'm, he goes, <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. If you don't come here, you know – and give me these 40 days, it'd be the worst mistake you ever made. <laughs> I said, oh, okay, cool. What time is y'all booking my flight? <laughs> I mean, I Winning tried coaches, it. coaches, man, it's different. I mean, I tried it. Bobby Houston tried that and got cut. <laughs> right. But the linebacker, Bobby Houston, was a starter for us, a perennial, like, fringe Pro Bowl type player. He never played again in the NFL. Bill cut him because he just – he wouldn't fall in line. Cut him. He said, this ain't Richie Cotite, man. No, he cut This ain't a Cotite team anymore. Like, Calm down with that. Oh, my God, he cut him. Like, yeah, he cut him. <laughs> Tighten up, Oof. everybody. Gangsterism. <laughs> Bill Parcells, <laughs> the OG. All right. Um, look, sticking in the NFC East, guys, the Eagles are still undefeated. Yes, my Eagles. Woo! When Dak comes back eventually, I wouldn't bring him back against the Eagles. I don't know about the Lions either if Cooper Rush beats the Eagles. But when that comes back eventually, are the Cowboys the best team in the NFC East? Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, that's coming up. Are they as talented as other teams? No, not, not top to bottom. Barkley, cuts left to the 15. He's to the 10. He's to the 5. Touchdown, Giants! But that doesn't mean that you, you can take them lightly. We believe in ourselves, but, you know, how the outside or how other people view us, I don't think we're concerned with that. You know, he's done a really good job for our football team and the things that we've asked him to do. He's done them well, and I'm glad he's our quarterback. Dan uh, stays in What up, shape, Harry? Boy. What's up, bro? <laughs> Um, so we're just talking about the Giants before before uh, SportsCenter. Are they, like, at what point do you consider them a legitimate contender? I like what I'm seeing from Daniel Jones this year, the first time he's in a position to win, and that's without receivers, really. Yeah, I, it's, it, I still don't believe that the Giants are legitimate playoff contenders, but they are the best story in the first five weeks of this season. 
I thought Brian Dable is a good coach. He is better than I anticipated, man. They have done the one thing, or let me say this. They have taken away Daniel Jones's biggest flaw. Daniel Jones's flaw forever right. since he came into the league was panicking with the football in his hands. They no longer put him in situations where he is likely to panic with the football in his hands. Um, they have committed so often to early down seven and eight man protection. And does that minimize like the people that they're getting out right now in routes? Absolutely. But it's allowing him to think a little bit more consistently. They're not forcing him to think really fast with that. So the, the commitment to protecting him to make sure that we don't put him in situations where his greatest flaw is accentuated, I think is one of the more underspoken about things in the NFL this year. They constantly move him. Man, you, you watch every snap, right, as a Giants fan, Max? When was the last time you just watched Daniel play dropback football? They, they don't right. do it anymore. They don't, and they you were know? doing that when he was on the bad leg. He was a sitting duck right. a couple they, years ago. They don't do it. Like, yeah. maybe on third and three, third and four when it's easy, right, man? Yep. But right now they don't do it, and it is so impressive to watch how they have just taken away his biggest flaw, his biggest weakness, and say, we're not going to do it anymore. We're just not going to expose you to it anymore, and it's, it's having a great impact on them. This is his third head coach, if, I, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, third yeah, Matt, so Hold McAdoo, on. right? One, so it was two. McAdoo, Did Joe Judge. McAdoo? I thought he had McAdoo, McAdoo right? Yeah, he, Judge. He didn't, have, he didn't have Sherm. Wasn't his coach. No, I think it's his third. Kid. So it's his third coach, right? Yeah. Third in five right after years. In yeah. five yeah. years, yeah. third yeah. coach in five years. But those other two coaches, <laughs> right? I mean, like seriously, <laughs> I've like, done that like, on TV. like not good. Yeah. And so you have a competent head coach, play caller who's developed a quarterback before. So everything that you're saying, they already knew going into this. If we can get him. Because they're going to self-evaluate him yeah. before they even take the job. Yeah. They, they're looking at it and said, if we can just get him to do this. So, for me, when I look at it, when you say they're not – you don't think they're playoff contenders, they got four in the back pocket already. No, I know. And if you get four in the back pocket, that's a lot. They're not going to all of a sudden just drop off a cliff unless they just get injuries everywhere. Key, key I said that this week. The reality for the Giants is quarterback is their third most important aspect. One is Saquon. And, and, and that offensive line. We have killed that offensive line for years. Years. They look pretty good now. Their offensive line is doing – Saquon's been great, but they're also pushing people off the football a little bit. I mean, Saquon's getting untouched three or four yards downfield. Like, that wildcat run right there. So, their offensive line is doing a really good job, too. They've you know gotten better quickly. No, yeah. it, it's on, it, they have the second-best pass defense in the NFL. Because yeah, they have that, talent. They have high draft picks on the line now. Yeah, they but, did. They you know, had, it's like they're not – the quarterback isn't asked, being asked to carry so much. No, I just need to be 21 or 27 for 200 yards and don't turn the ball Right. Over. And <laughs> run the ball and play defense. But that's simpler. Easier said than done. And listen, they're, they, they're going to have to score more. But my – It was the, Pat Shermer, by the Pat way. Shermer. Pat Shermer. Yeah, was Pat Shermer followed by – He had Shermer? Yeah, had, that's what yeah, I thought. Yeah, because we – McAdoo and Shermer. It was Sh- McAdoo, Shermer. Shermer. Okay, yes. Yeah, and then yes, it was right. Judge. He did not have McAdoo. Correct. It's all a blur. All that's a blur of such a miserable time in my life as a Giants fan. But but look, Dan, I got to ask you about the team that the Giants actually beat, the Green Bay Packers, through the first five weeks. Do you have any questions about this team and how they perform, especially the last two weeks? I mean, my questions about their team, one, defense. I was disappointed in their defense again yesterday because that's supposed to be the backbone of their team going all the way back to the Devontae trade and the first-round draft picks. They never pressured New York yesterday. I wanted them to line up and play some man coverage. Harry, you know, you, they, they can cover. They got guys who can yep. play cover coverage. The Giants don't have really dynamic wide receivers, and they just kept hanging back and kind of 
I guess making it simpler on the Giants and never really threatening them. And then the second thing I would say is this. Yesterday was the first time this season I felt like they tried to force shots downfield rather than create shots downfield. I, I think, again, they did this a little bit last week. I don't think he week. connected at all. Either. No, he but like key what, five, right? But key, all they're doing, or they, they did this a little bit two weeks ago, and then certainly yesterday, just call straight drop back go routes. And that's what I mean by forcing the ball downfield rather than creating the ball downfield or creating shots downfield with you know, quarterback movement and the play-action pass and condensed splits and crossers and all that stuff and the really cool ways that they can scheme those throws downfield or scheme those chunks downfield. I'm I, I outspoken. I think that their offense throughout the season is going to be better than it was with Devontae because they were so reliant on him. Yeah. Christian Watson's got to start, start playing, playing and, football, not yeah. fly sweeps every day. Correct. As, <laughs> as much as I love their fly sweep and the impact, like they got to – they got to get him going in their pass game downfield, but it just felt forced yesterday. Yeah, and, and what doesn't feel forced is the, the, the Eagles, right? The Eagles don't feel forced. They yeah. feel like legitimate 5-0 and no doubt. team, yeah. even though you know it took a field goal or whatever for them to miss the field goal in Arizona. Are they legit, legit, though? I think the Eagles are the best team in the NFC. I'm can, the, now. can the Cowboys and Cooper Rush beat them? Um, no, I, I don't believe the Cowboys and Cooper Rush can beat them. First of all, the Arizona, that awful clock management, awful situation management. I'm going to absolutely. What, what did I? What did I say? Awful. I said the clock. I said Cliff Kingsbury. I told him that this morning. Then I said he looked like he in over his head as a bro, head coach. Bro, yeah. First of all, on the first down play, it's second and five, and they call a um, um, short little completion to Hollywood Brown. He catches it with 47 seconds left. They clock it just about in field goal range with 37. If it's going to take you 10 seconds to spike the ball, call a daggone play. Then on second and 10, you call quarterback draw. You call quarterback draw knowing, hey, what's the call if we get eight yards? Like, why are we going, oh, I don't know, you know? And then there's 22 seconds on the clock. Listen, if there's 22 seconds on the clock and it's third and one, just call a pass play. What did I say? Yeah. You know, just call a pass <laughs> because call, if it's complete key. Get, you know what it was called? Get me five. And if it's complete. Get me five we right can now. Run, we could run up. Clock the ball. Yeah, it's kick irrational. The field goal. It's it, irrational it's, not to. It's yeah. unprepared. Yeah. It's unprepared. Um, but for the Philadelphia Eagles, this is the thing. I think the Eagles' five-man defensive front is really a game changer for them because it's allowing those corners. And Harry knows this. And Key, you notice those corners force you to win on the perimeter consistently yeah. against them. Yep. Bradbury and Slay can go, and and they can play. And I think the difference, or the thing you feel great about, if you're Philly in relation to Dallas next weekend, Lane Johnson. Lane Johnson gives you a little bit of comfort knowing when Micah is over him, I feel like that you, you can at least win 50-50 there's no one else. He's been so much like Whitworth, although different position, where the whole team functions better once that guy you gets put healthy. On when your that, guy. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that for Philadelphia gives them a ton of comfort, you know, that, that knowing. I will say this, Dallas' defensive line, <laughs> yeah, Armstrong, Armstrong. I think Michael it's the Parsons, best defensive Lawrence. line that I've seen since the 2006 Ravens. And, and you I, can, I, and yeah, you can move, it. you can move Parsons around because Anthony Barr is playing different too now when he comes in. Dude, I want no part of playing against them. Yeah, that defensive well, line I mean, is insane. That's not saying a whole lot, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> Segment over. Hey, this is what I want to know about Hurts before we get out of here, Dan, because we had that ongoing thing about Wentz. Do you believe, and I thought Hertz was not seeing the middle of the field, he was missing things, but this year, starting in week two, he's seeing the middle of the field. Better quarterback than Wentz? 
Yes or no? Jalen Hurts, better quarterback than Wentz. <sighs> right now, yes, Jalen Hurts is a better quarterback than Wentz. I still probably believe that Carson has a higher, like, talent, I guess. like Can't call it a ceiling anymore, Right, though. and it's not consistent. Talent at doing what? I think J- Carson's <laughs> a more talented thrower. Just a more talent. Get by. I said Jalen's a better quarterback. I, I don't want to – Carson Wentz, I don't want to talk about him being good at anything anymore. Oh, Inter- you, you interception <laughs> commanders I in the tight red zone. I Titans win. Jalen Hurts is a better quarterback he, consistently. That, that, that's not just a commentary on Wentz. It's a commentary on Hurts. Yeah. No, Jalen Hurts is, is the, a, that dude, man. He's even dancing when he scored. I just – I want to play I was, with him. I was totally wrong on Hurts and Wentz completely. Yeah. Well, I bet that things also changed over uh, well, time. Well, yeah, it has changed too. Now I know yeah. what it's like Come to feel – to be you. Now I know what it feels like to be you. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> Run that B-roll of him running out the back of the end zone. Hey, ESPN uh, football Keith, analyst extraordinaire. Thank you, That's Dan. Another gonna get a, he ain't going to make the season, That's man. what I see, man. If Dak is healthy enough to play against Philadelphia on Sunday night, which quarterback should the Cowboys start? That's coming Stop up. It. Oh, I'm not never just stop. from your radio to your smart speaker and phone. Now playing ESPN Radio or watch on ESPN Two. Keyshawn J. Will and Max live weekday morning starting at six Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN Two. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Keyshawn, J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. We are on the ESPN app. The Road to the World Series, by the way, goes through ESPN Radio. Catch all the postseason action presented by AutoZone on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. We got Harry Douglas pinch hitting for Jay today. Guys, here's the question. If Dak is healthy enough to play against Philadelphia on Sunday night, which quarterback should start for the Cowboys, the one who's undefeated in his career and everything's clicking just right? (laughs) Or you want to take pluck Dak out first thing – 
send him to Philly, maybe take an L. And if Cooper Rush does win in Philly, you want to start Dak against the Lions after Cooper Rush just did all that and maybe take an L against Detroit and, oh, my God, now you have a controversy, right? Or are you just going to ride the hot hand until mm. somebody, somebody beats them? Here's Cooper Rush at the Cowboys press conference on executing the game plan. Yeah, I thought we did a good job all day. Um, you know, we had a good plan. We executed it. Uh, handling him, you know, obviously he's a guy you got you to gotta circle, and he's a game wrecker. Uh, we did a good job. You know, yeah, you don't want to get in too many passing situations all day long because, you know, then he pins his ears back, and it's tough on us. But uh, we ran the rock well in our defense, got us a score, got us a short field. Um, just another truly team win. Man, this may be, you know, I hate to say it, but if he continues on this pace, you could find yourself with a Kurt Warner or Tom Brady on your hands. Not that the Cooper Rush is going to be a Hall of Famer, but this is the same way these guys started out, right? They got an opportunity to play. The team started winning. The philosophy was a certain way. They didn't miss a beat. And they had starters that was available to them, but they decided to, when those guys came back healthy, to stay with those quarterbacks. And if, if he is the starter against the Eagles, and they win the game, and he plays well. Not that they win; and he throws three interceptions, and they still win. But two hundred twelve yards, two touchdowns, no interceptions. Yeah, give me, give me that, give me that. He's eighteen of twenty-three, no picks, two touchdowns, one on a five-yard plunge, and one on a nice little throw over the top to C.D. Lamb, and they win. Then my conversation is, we're not going to change anything in Detroit against Detroit, we're going to allow Cooper Rush to remain the starter, and that's what I would do. Hey. I would keep him as a starter if he be, if he contributes and they beat the Eagles. Now, he has to contribute, It can't though. be in spite of him. No, it yeah. can't be in spite but, of him. And I Keith, would, what, would and I would, he, what would you say? Because this, I was making this argument a couple of weeks ago, and you brought up the following point. The difference here, and with Kurt Warner, with Mark Bulger, with Kurt Warner, with Trent Green, with Tom Brady, with, with – with, uh, um, with uh, uh, who did I just say? Uh, Bledsoe. Drew Bledsoe. The difference there is they didn't have all this money still on the contract. Dak Bing. has an yeah. enormous amount of money. Yeah, but on I can't. But 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 I can't. At eighty years old, trying to win a championship, <laughs> worry about the money that I've already committed to. I agree. I can't worry about the money I committed to because if I'm committed to this money and I'm not winning. What goods does that serve me if I'm Jerry Jones? Or how about this? Take the total amount of money. Jerry's 80. I just gave him an age. But, yeah, well, you know. but, but hey, are y'all done? Harry Douglas. Yeah, Take go. the total I, amount I, of money spent on the quarterback. Are y'all done? and starter. Who cares who's the backup, who's the starter? Go ahead, Harry. Dak Prescott. Let's, let's be serious here. Because you're going to sit up here and tell me. Let's just say, hypothetically, right? They go along with Cooper Cup. I mean, excuse me, with uh, Cooper Rush. Yep. And you're playing one of these high-powered teams in which you need your quarterback to go toe-to-toe with the opposing guy. You're telling me Cooper Rush is going to do that? I don't know. Why do you need him to go toe-to-toe? You don't necessarily well, what if, what, what, what if hypothetically you have to, though? Yeah, but what if you, you have to? Game, so you might lose that game, but you're winning all the other games. Okay, but what if it's the game that you need to win in order to advance and get to a Super Bowl? But no, that's, look, that's what I'm asking. Maybe you're not in a position to advance to a Super Bowl if you don't ride this wave you know what I'm saying but here's my thing though when I look at a guy like Dak Prescott and the onus is for me is going to be on head coach Mike McCarthy like I said earlier and Kellen Moore understand that the formula is what it is right now now Dak Prescott in my eyes you're telling me if the Philadelphia Eagles go up and down the football field and they're scoring points consistently and being consistent as an offense as we have seen them be this year 
that Cooper Rush is going to be able to be that guy for the Dallas Cowboys to score more than, what, a few points? we got to remember, nine points came off a, 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 a sack fumble for a touchdown and a block punt, which resulted in a field goal. Cooper Rush is not out there just scoring points left and right. But what if you're facing an, op- an opponent that's important where you have to? Cooper Rush is not that guy. Dak Prescott is that guy in my eyes. So lose, yeah, I don't need – but see, I don't need him to do that so I need him to do it. And right now, I don't need him to do it. And I'm happy – with the way we are winning, it works for us. I, I get it. I get Dak Prescott. I get the money. He can push the ball down the field. But until I need it, I don't need it. Did Daniel Jones play himself into an extension already? Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. From your radio to your smart speaker and phone. Now playing ESPN Radio. Or watch on ESPN2. Keyshawn J. Will and Max. Live weekday morning starting at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN2.